Welcome to the virtual church with Reverend Prosper Asamwa. Reverend Prosper Asamwa is the senior pastor of Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and his love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. Last week, I started a series on the principles of the harvest. And we spoke mainly from um, Ecclesiastes chapter 11. It's believed that Solomon wrote those things. Solomon was anointed by God. He was called by God. He was a king. He was made wise by God. Um, even though he went astray, he came back and he wrote a lot of things on wisdom. And what he wrote in Ecclesiastes was saying that sowing, when we sow, we give, we reap. We don't know how it works, but it works. And we looked at it from various angles. Today I want to continue. And the principles of the harvest, part two. You can call it part two. I want to focus on the New Testament. Because very often we mix the things up and we, we don't know what to... We just mix the things up. The law, the prophets, the New Testament and everything. We just mix it up. And it's not everything that apply, applies. We are in a better covenant. We are in a better place. God has given us better promises. And so we should know what the, what the, which things we take and which things we don't take. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? For the help us this morning, as we go through your scripture, we go through your word to understand this principle of giving. Give us understanding. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us. Help us. Help our understanding. Help me, Lord, that I will speak your word, the truth only. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God's purpose for giving in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the New Testament actually started when Jesus died and rose. But for us to understand it, we must understand the life of Jesus. So we, we, the book of the New Testament, the part of the book of the New Testament, starts from when Jesus was born up to when he died and afterwards what the church did. But the covenant actually was enacted on the cross and on the resurrection. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are going to look at the purpose for giving. God has a purpose for which he said we should give. And there are two, only two main reasons. Broadly, two reasons why God wants us to give. 
two areas of giving. Hallelujah. Amen. Number one, it is to support the poor and needy in God's family. The purpose, one purpose of giving is in the New Testament is to support the poor and the needy. And in fact, it's the same in the Old Testament too. When, so where do we start from? We start from when Jesus had died and the church had started, the early church, when they started doing church. When the Holy Spirit came upon them, they started speaking in tongues and uh, people heard and they, they believed. Uh, Peter preached and they believed and they started gathering the people. There were plenty of people and uh, there were needs. Bra, Pentecost, bring you three. Now, since you can't go back to the Peter saw it now. No, Kasawa could do no. Unkofa, what's in seven years? Okay, here there. What, 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 systems and nothing for them to do. They, they didn't know how to go about but the Holy Spirit guided them to put some things in place. And that is our guide too. So there are lessons, if we want to do church the Bible way, we should learn the lessons that uh, we get from how the early church started and how the other churches in the book of Acts, that's where the early church started. And uh, Acts chapter 4, verse 34 to 37. I may be saying some few things. If you have been here for many years, you, you know my stand on some of these things. But if you are not here for long, you may, I may say some things that may not uh, align with your doctrine. So I'll use a lot of scripture as usual to know that everything I say is based on scripture. I'm not going to say things that everybody is saying. I'll say what the Holy Spirit has asked me to say. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 4, verse 34 to 37. It says, there was not a needy person among them. For as many as were owners of lands and houses, sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to each as any had need. Thus, Joseph, who was also called by the apostles Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Amen. Amen. It says that when the church started, there were need. There were people who were in need. There were people who, who needed support. There were all kinds of people at camp. Some people were rich. Some people were poor. Some people needed support and all sort of things. So, the, some of the rich people sold their land, sold their properties, and gave the money to the apostles. 
so that it can be distributed to all those who have need. Hallelujah. Amen. So the principle there is that the rich among in the church gave more to the church so that it could be distributed evenly. Hallelujah. Amen. As I'm speaking, if you are here, and suddenly you are saying, uh-huh, you are counting yourself as the poor so that things will come to you, then you have a bar. What do you can say, so prepare. Hallelujah. Amen. That's not what I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you that we must give. You have something to give. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what we try to do in this church. We do a lot of support. We support a lot of people, but we don't announce it. So giving to the church. It's necessary because the church is supposed to organize and help the children of God who are in need. Hallelujah. There are various kinds of support that we give in the church. And that is scripture. Let me give you one example. There are others, when I mention it, you come and queue. But let me give you one example. We give scholarships. For many years now, we give scholarships to some students to go to SBL tertiary institutions. When we, we started, people were not going to universities, they were, so we had to create a culture, and we saw the need, so people had to go, and we, we gave scholarship, we were giving scholarships since then, and every year we get new people, we give them scholarship, because they cannot afford, it's not that every child, there are many children who have gone to students, uh, uh, school now, there's no scholarship, but there are people who have need, and then we gather money, and we pay their fees. If the church hadn't come in, some of those young men and young women may not have attended university. There are many things that we do to support. So we are talking about the purpose of giving the New Testament. That is a very important one to give, to, to help the poor. In, in those times, they were mainly concerned about food. But here, there are many things that we can do to support each other. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans chapter 15 
Paul was writing to the Romans and he was talking to these people in Macedonia. He said, for Macedonia and Achaia have been pleased to make some contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. You see, there was a time that there was famine in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Jerusalem is where the Israel, you know Jerusalem, the Israelite capital for that matter. And that's where the church started. But there was famine there. And Paul had gone to outside the Jew nation to plant churches. And then when God was farming in Jerusalem, he spoke to the churches that were outside uh, the Jew state. And they were gen called Gentiles. They contributed money. Some of them contributed money to send to the, to the poor people or the, the poverty-stricken Jerusalem so that they can be renourished. And so you see that many of the things that Paul was saying about giving, he was talking to Corinthians and things like that, were to collect support to take to Jerusalem. So it is important that if we have, we give to the church. So the church can have resources to feed the poor, to not necessarily food in our context. It's not only food. There are things that will enhance the, the life of the poor to make them better people. Hallelujah. Over the years, we've given capital, we've done paid hospital bills, we've done a whole lot of things. Okay? I'm not saying come and queue. I'm saying that we do it, we identify, and we're able to do it. That is the purpose for which God says we should give money. So the purpose, one purpose of giving in the New Testament is to support the needy in God's house. Hallelujah. Amen. The second purpose for giving is to support the man of God and the ministry. To support the teacher, the pastor, the prophet in your midst. And Paul was very elaborate on this. He said it several times very clearly. Hallelujah. Amen. Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. It says, 
Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. What he's saying is that as I teach you the word of God, you should also be able to contribute all good things with me. So as I teach the word of God to you, you must be able to also, you should also give me natural things, money, food, care, take care of me because I'm spending my time to, to teach you. I, I may come and teach for 40 minutes, but it may take me four hours, maybe six hours. Throughout the week, I'm thinking, I'm putting things together in my mind, receiving and putting it down. And then it takes me a long time to do it. So I need that those times that you are working or you are doing something, you need, I cannot be doing that. I should be receiving the word. I should be praying for you. And so you need to also give me so that I can, it can sustain me. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 9 to 15. These areas are a bit controversial. People say a lot of things about So I'm going to use scripture to support everything I say. First Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 9. It says, for it is written in the law of Moses, you shall not muzzle an ox when it treads out the grain. Is it for the oxen that God is concerned? He's saying that in the law, even in the law of Moses, he says that the ox, you know the grain, when they harvest the grain, is the ox that treads on it. They, they work to remove the grain from the cob. Okay. It says, when the ox is doing that, you don't close its mouth, say that it shouldn't eat some of the grain. Once, because he is working on the grain, Charlie, he must eat some. Hallelujah. Because I'm working for you. I'm working to bless you. I'm working to receive from God and give to you. I must enjoy the blessings that you get. I must enjoy some of your income. Hallelujah. Paul Paul is saying that don't muzzle the ox. That's what's in the word. He quoted it and he said that it's not because of the ox that God was speaking of. He's not concerned about the ox. He's concerning about the men of God. Verse 10 says, does he not certainly speak for our sake? It was written for our sake because the plowman should plow in hope and the treasure thresh in hope of sharing in the crop. Hallelujah. 
Brian America the Massemino. Now, Nanchina and Razinia Conwana, Debida, nor Casuda Watcher or De, Nya Ofun to Massassino, Ofun to Massassin when you da doom, Nanya Opro Atoconosono, Opro Atocuno when you da doom, De Vieno, Obena Sonicha Faum. Hallelujah. Amen. So if I'm teaching you the principles of life, I'm teaching you to know God, I'm teaching you about the Holy Spirit, I'm teaching you so that you prosper, you succeed, that you do well. I'm praying for you, lay hands and do all those things. I'm doing, there's nothing wrong if I hope, I'm hoping that it will be good for you so that you also share with me. There's nothing wrong with that. That's scripture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we come for Destiny Hour, those of you who have come to Destiny Hour, and Pastor Ado is pre- when he comes here, it's not, he doesn't start the, the service or his preparation here. The preparation is done several days and overnight before he comes. So he is praying for you, he's doing, and the miracles are happening, testimonies are coming. But do you share with him? Do you share with the church the good things that you get? I have personally met people who came, and then we spoke to them, and, and uh, he. He got a job. didn't have a job. Got a job. He said, "Look, just pay your tithes." We never ask people to give us money directly, even though Scripture says so. We never ask because people talk too much in this town. So we we say, "Pay your tithes. Just pay your tithes. That's all. Give a proportion of what you have to God every month, and don't do it." But the Bible says that it is not right. When we are blessing, we are praying for you, and we are we are teaching you, and we are. Prophesying and doing all those things. Ah, we must do it in hope. La. They must, you must have hope that it will be good for you. You will get better and then we also share. Then you get better for you and you take it away. Who, who works like that? On say, at the end, and a pump, I won't and Fatuma. Oyen don hwir kubi anaso de wa bejina ha na dambri no siesie no ho bi ogin beyen danan ogin na jude sumu ogin accompany nyim paibo ansana wetum we siesie no na waba no basuna so zin sempa brehen nkomsha banyame na adwini tofoma na nyimpa no wetie pan wetie yanyin kofo dinkoma sebia onye djuma nanso san si obehia anyame nyimpenti bohwe na kone egbo ya man mo wenye djuma so baba ka nkura sesema izu manan de owuzi twewe bu pendo ara yenka Hallelujah. Amen. We are not doing it because of money. But we are doing it in hope. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Those who do it because of money, they don't really care whether you succeed or not. They take the money first. They take their portion before they, they, they let you go. I think Paul was going through something and he wrote these things. He wrote it out of his spirit. He wrote by the leader of the spirit of God. Verse 11 says, if we have sown spiritual things among you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? So 
So the fastings and the prayers and the teachings and everything that we do for you, they are spiritual things. When you are asleep, you are praying for you. When you are going about, every time you are praying for you, we are talking about you. We are discussing you. We are talking, how can we do it? Leaders meet. And we are thinking how, how we, can, we, we can do things better, how we can care for you, how we can teach you, and that sort of thing. We are always planning and thinking, and, and, we, and we, we, we don't sleep. We are coordinating our, and getting things done. We are, there are spiritual things that we are giving to you. Is it too much if we ask you also that when things get okay for you, give us some? Is it too much? Onu tibra ye she she mu ya zin sempare bra home akom chiri nyimpa bo bra wa dan na hen ye sormo asom penfu wo hia na wo fa wo ho apam bia nyimpa ko bi mpo na wo jina no ho na zin nyinara ye ye de mazin nyina de obesiu ye na se osu ye ya odonso dodo da hen so ye be nyinyi da do da bribi be fi ho aba hen chenana so people were coming across and were enjoying uh, what should have come to the apostles. And then so Paul was asked in verse 12, if others share this rightful claim on you, do we, do not we even more? There are some of us, we go to other places and we give money. Some pastors, some so-called prophets, some prayer, some things, and we give. I said, if those people can share of your increase, is it, is it, don't we even have more right? Because God, this is your church. This is your place. This is your home. But sometimes you just go. And those things, they come for a while and they vanish. You don't see them again. They don't last. And we go prophets and, and sometimes they just deceive us. But we share with them. You know, Binum Wobuchema, one so or come I the wire and Yamini you may be. Nanko Fawai and Shia no Wotum na what's in one summer one. Into Paul Bis at the Massami de Se Binum one wa kwande one saka bribi fi one one wa in yan sada yan saka people fi muana. Sometimes we think that oh those people you see he hasn't got the church, he doesn't take offering, so you go and give to the place. You give more than you give here. Because you come and throw a little here, but you 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 pack sell it nicely and go and give it to them. So he's saying, if they have right, don't we even have more right? We have a right to. But Paul was saying that, nevertheless, we have not made use of this right. We have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. Because we don't want you to think that we are doing this because of money. We don't want you to think that we are, we are, we are con men. We, we don't want anything that will make you not accept the word. You think that a pastor is saying this because of, of money, or he's doing this because of money, or that sort of thing. Because we don't want you, we don't want any obstacle to come between you and the word of God. So we endure pain. 
We endure difficulty in running the church. We endure hardship. The people whom I've asked to, to help in doing this work, I need to pay them. I can't pay them as much as I pay them. I can't pay them well because they are just enduring so that it doesn't look like we are looking for money. But today I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you that we are, we are enduring a lot. Where some one or two individuals who have to bring a whole lot of money for, before we can do things in this church. Shouldn't be so. We are talking about the church. We are talking about giving. And why God wants us to give. He wants us to give because we are supposed to give to support the men of God. Say, nevertheless, we have not made use of this right. It's our right. We are entitled to it. Your money. I'm entitled. You're a pin one, Zamebi home. You're a pin one, Yaum. Now you're a pin so him. Capanda, you're a capital one, you may one day. You may see a yerizi, once you can't see, nay, it's a Jumea. You're a capital baby, Arab Pana, or Dob and one one in channel. In Tim, you're a petted baby, Abayakwinsi, or Nutina, you're a pin, I am a woman who she are. No mom, no papa, in charge of what to me, I was a Chicago Sunday. So pay you can call for no so far from one day. One more Buama, only damn you may know. I can tell you, I saw one on two million on farm one. Since you are in there, you can't afford No one was just a cabutin be water bar. No one so on suit you made no. In there or a catch us on there. Okay, that sorry man, you two million yet ma. No one can you so that you are there. Sika no pedoji. On into there. No one no cross the most one million there. Oji sika nansampani swako. I was telling you there are some people who come to me. Some of the pastor, you must take salary. You must, uh, you must enjoy our giving so that we'll be blessed. Yes. If I say I want to enjoy your salary, uh, your, your offering, it's not enough. Okay. Let us give. It's important that we give. God, we are enduring a lot. Because to get this place running the way you see it, it looks beautiful. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of money. And there are people who must be available at all times so that they can support and get the things running. And they are there. We must look after them. The Bible says that Paul was saying, nevertheless, we have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. But others are rather enjoying. Enjoying what should have come to us. Don't do that. Hallelujah. Adichenmayehunde Paul was a, a great man. He saw what was going to happen in Love Sanctuary, and he wrote verse, verse 13. Verse 13, he says, Do you not know that those who are employed in the temple service get their food from the temple? And those who serve at the altar Share in the sacrificial offerings. Hallelujah. Those who we have employed to work in this church, to get things running, 
there are many of the people working who are who are not are not paid, but there are some that we need to be available. So when you call, they can run. When we need things done, they can do it. They must they must enjoy from the temple. I shouldn't go and look for money elsewhere to come and look after them. They must enjoy from uh, from the the food in the temple and the food in the, in our times is your money, and they must share in the altar. In those times, they bring the goats and everything to the altar. They slaughter it and uh, for sacrifice. They let you go away before they do the <laughs> before they do the sacrifice. Because not all the goat is bent for God. Some is for the people who work there. Hallelujah. And so it's the same way in our case too. The people who work in the church must definitely enjoy from the people who are in the church. That's how they pay. That's where they get their money from. Nowhere else. We don't have any money, any foreign supplier or anybody who sends us money. It's what we earn here that we put in. Hallelujah. That's the purpose for giving in the New Testament church. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you being blessed? Some of us didn't know. Today we are knowing. So we have a responsibility towards the church. And Paul continued and said, in the same way, the Lord commanded, this is the Lord commanded, though, not I am commanding. In the same way, the Lord commanded that those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel. So yes, if you give offering, and tomorrow you see that your pastor is dressing well, his children are attending good schools, he's eating well, his wife is dressing well, yes, be proud and be happy. You don't have to complain because that is where he must also receive his, his, his income to look after himself and look after his family and do what is nice for himself. Yes, so if we all give a proportion of our money and it all comes to the pastor, the pastor will have more money any individual. That's, that's principle. If, call it one-tenth, we'll come to tithes. Call it one-tenth. If everybody gives one-tenth of his money, 100 people give one-tenth of their money. That one will be how much? 10 times 100. That will be 1,000. So each of you will have 90, 90, 90, 90. Assuming you all get the same salary. And then the church will have 1,000. You get my point? So the church, for that matter, will have more money than any individual. That is the principle. That's how God wants it to work. And so, if the church decides to give the pastor 200, then the pastor will have more money than the church member. There's nothing wrong with that. Because it's your responsibility. 
Because that's how God will bless you too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, be at the Pendro, yes, you do, or the Baba, a son of Futuma. More Baba in there, a son of Futun, Sikoba Bemuno, or Dossus and Uncrown Krumo, be at the main. Not a Wabota for a son of Futumunusono, Sir, a son near there, Wabama Sophos, the Yemuno, Sidis, a Hebiana, not yet an Uncrown Krumo, when you are into Yenum do as a main. Mawata more Sophono, or Dossus and Mancrown Kruenia, Namodo, but I need to say, Bone there, Sikabia, but Sophutumu, maybe I could soften enchantment, you know. Ono or Tneye, now Faman, now Fazi Oyefio, no Kafonumba, Walk Scusa, Papa, or the Winiji, or Yazo de Cocacasaho, and I mean you won't send there. May Razusuda or that in Oyanin, the Numun knows Payensia. Like Paul said, we've not taken advantage of this right, this privilege of receiving and taking. We've not. But this is how the scripture says, and this is what we must, we are going to do in this church, that we'll give. Having in mind that that is the purpose for giving in the New Testament church. I decided to take out the Old Testament so that you don't get confused. The new, you must give. It is important. It's part of scripture. Yes, some pastors have abused this. Some, some pastors twist arms. They use the money uh, anyhow and that sort of thing. I agree. It is wrong. It is, they shouldn't have done that. But that doesn't mean that the word of God will not stand or does not work anymore. We must still obey the word of God. Hallelujah. Somebody drove his car into to have an accident. It doesn't mean you shouldn't drive your car. You still have to drive your car. Onutino say, Josem Akande Yenyenda ma Mordo Yanin. Nama sumiji tumji wunda side. Asofumbinum was said a ma kwenye tama poor kande. Inum ya wahoma and then chore de yetumna yanam do yeji fi wonho. Nansu yam pede yetzi juma. Nase binum wari yeta. Na one yen years, Susa, on a soon cheddar, Razina Sam, on you do gina, non soon cheddar, on you day at Josem, or Shayende Yeno. Yabodu da Mimpen Pendia, sorry, Yenya and Winter, say there, or the Tumna Yama, the Boa, or Sumjumano, or the Tum Yama, Yatuwa, a sophono, non numna Yasia Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 50 says, But I have made no use of any of these rights. He's repeating himself. Nor am I writing these things to secure any such provision. For I would rather die than have anyone deprive me of my ground of boasting. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, when I'm hungry, when it's tough for me, I'd rather die than take, abuse you, take your money for this thing. But I have a responsibility to teach you, for you to know that you must give. You must give. We run the church. You must give. Hallelujah. And I have another responsibility that the people who have asked to do the work must be looked after. I have given off my right to enjoy your money. But the people I have employed and the things that we need to do must be done. In the old testament, we will come to that. On the Tino or Kande, Emmy, Dam Aquenya, Muwada Mutum Naminya, and Zama if you want one or no. Mapo da Mazin, Naza American says, Sumerin can't farm Bokwan and Tua there. Bibu or Horda Wayamam into one year of a mam debi. Mumapeda Mowu, Sinda Azanja Mutum Nametu Muhu Omono, the Mazin Obasherum, Debida, Nasofri Chemi Hun there. Ono or Wasuzi, Dodge and there. 
yen all day to na yet ma asorno. Ne bio susuno awa sonu wa po de za injo tum on yefi yen wonum no on pia nyada on piada wa pubi, but waste one who kwana. Kwa fa wapa wanda wans wambu and monzi jumeze, o nyida wan susuno, yesu wan wa damazin hu. Intina sorman ya fambra, mrobe ya wan susa, asona pa wanda wonzi jumawa so we tumna wa shawon ye. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody being blessed? Or um me chuminim too much. How you have suffered for years, I must let you know. And because you are not doing what you must do, you are feeling uncomfortable. But it's good for you to feel uncomfortable and then change your ways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you read through, through the New Testament, Corinthians, Romans, and God, uh, Paul spoke about the church in Macedonia. And one of the churches in Macedonia was a Philippi church, the church in Philippi. So he wrote to them, they are Philippians. And they were giving a lot. They were supporting the ministry. They were supporting Paul. And so we want to read something in Philippians and then see what we can learn from that letter. And you know, Paul, or check and show some or John sent Pifa, Macedonia, as a phono. Now, what cut Macedonia, sir? Crocura no womb, your Philippi, as a phono, Ina, or Chor Camahon, Woman, Yan Fanima, this year. Philippians 4, verse 15. It says, And you, Philippians, yourselves, know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving, except you only. So he went to plant church in Philippi, Corinth, uh, uh, Ephesus, Colossae, all those places. But when he was moving from place to place planting church, it's not like today that he transport to, I believe he was walking, taking sheep and things like that. Very difficult journeys. When he was moving from place to place, the church in Philippi, they they went into partnership with him. The partnership means that they they they, they agreed to give to him. They planned, they decided that they would work with him in partnership. He was doing the work and they were supporting him. And they, they were sending him money severally to, to help him to do the work in other places. Ephesus, Galatia, Nara. Paul and he says, even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. So, so as they were, he was moving around, they were sending him uh, provisions and whatever. Paul also saw no coin, no, 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 no,
So he said that Paul was not traveling alone. He was not working alone. Paul had a team of people working with him. So when he's traveling, he has his team. He has sometimes Barnabas, sometimes Salas, and they were going. They were traveling from place to place. He had other Luke, who wrote the book of Acts, who wrote the book of uh, uh, Luke. He was a doctor, but he was traveling with uh, Paul all the time. So he wrote the book of Acts. So he has a team of people. So the provision he gets is not him who spends it on himself alone. He used it for the ministry to care for those people. If those people, their families at home call that they have a problem, he must give them money to send so that the home will be fine, so that they can continue doing ministry. So when you are giving to church, you're not giving to an individual. You are giving to the ministry so that it can, it can be used to pay the bills, get the security in place, clean the place, whatever. Get uh, people available at all times to do the work. We need to make the place look nice, a whole lot of things. So they sent him money. So if Peter, uh, what do you call him? Paul says, thank you for the money, and God bless you for the money. It's not that he spent all the money on himself. It's for ministry. What I'm saying is that we need money to run the ministry. One purpose of God asking us to give is to look after the ministry. It's not only for you to receive back a uh, hundredfold and shaking together and running over. It is for the church also to receive so that we can maintain the facilities and maintain the system that will enable it to come week after week, day after day, to receive blessings. Hallelujah. Na she so kabande bi a homu bi onyang kraffi fi de fi enye inti feska bra me fe nye bibia or de po no ma inum ska mutu wazu koso za or kodu won fi fi na anu na se obutum na wa mahon ska swa na oji de binum ezin kan wa bren iskan sana we tum na wa ye the man yes botu atu tu yenzi hu wofi diem ha aswada num se se yen pa do ho mrobeya yebutum na yen ya bambo wa yembi ha yina yin krofa hu wa ya pa wonde wonzi juma prepiala ye hi wano Order or other words, it man or jide the monk of Fusi Yamahon Bibi, yet you want Kana, son of bed and bay, did the one words in Kan was Abba. On the cinema, Chasorno, Moe Huda was Susi, then Yade Yabobon Palma one day. I won't Sabaka, Mawa Wusu, Moe Miado, Morubudo, no one Sakana could say, then Mom order was so, it took Nazimu Biba, Ma a son in a Bibi to Nufutuma, or the Baba son of Hombra. And Paul, oh Paul, verse 17, he says, not that I seek a gift, but I seek fruit that increases to your credit. King James says, not that I seek a gift, but I seek a fruit that will abound to your account. What Paul is saying is that, all this is I'm saying, and what I'm also saying is that, all this I'm saying is not because I need your money or I just want to take your money. It's because I want you to give so that there will be fruit in your account as you give to the church, as you give to the ministry, as you give for the work of God to go on, then it will increase to your account. There's, an, there's, there's a benefit that will come to you. Hallelujah. I always tell you that if you refuse to give, you, you alone, you refuse to give, the church will still go on. But you, you will lose out because you will not get the fruit that you account. When you give to the church, your account is being credited. It's being credited. And I believe it's not credited with 
the same amount you give, but 50 fold, 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold is being credited. And that is my greatest desire. Many of us are struggling because we've not, we've not done what we should do with our seed. Hallelujah. On the tip of hustle or a cadet, the American Yinara, in the American Zapia, Chesapeake, if you mention, no more American, Robaya, a baby, upper door, one 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 for two. Now, so for a cadet, Monosu or Kenya, and yet they be a Nensabaka baby, no more Bobaya, or Ubenya, a baby, or Futuma. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's continue. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied. Having received from Epaphroditus the gifts that you sent. So he's saying that look, he has received full payment. He has received all the things that they sent to him. He has received them. They give they give it to Epaphroditus. It's a difficult name. Uh, well, nobody names his child Epaphroditus. Why? <laughs> Epaphroditus <laughs> to bring. He said he has received them. He thanked them very well. Say the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to who? God. Pleasing to what is Paul saying? Say that you gave me the thing. I received it. Thank you. The gifts you sent, I received it. Thank you. But those gifts, they are a fragrant offering. They are sweet smelling offering. A sacrifice. That is acceptable to God. If you bring your offering, you bring your increase, you bring your seed, whatever name you call it, you bring it to church. Say you bring it to me. I will receive it here on earth. But it is pleasing to God in heaven. Hallelujah. So when we are giving, we shouldn't be looking at the physical person receiving the thing. But look at the God behind the person. That's why we must be careful where we send our gifts. We must make sure that it is Jehovah God, the Holy Spirit, who is behind the person. Because if you take your gift to a wrong place, there's the God behind that person is the one that receiving your gift, and you see. Hallelujah. It's a poor catcher as a for man in there. I yet to be around what a smart epaphroditus there of Ambrano. Mensaka Ninara Ojimu. A chasinara mensaka. so as a church, when we bring it, know that we are bringing it to God. And I'm also a church member. Apart from being the leader, I'm also a church member. I'm also a child of God. I also obey these instructions so that my giving will be acceptable to God. So I give. And our leaders all give. They give because they, they are not just receivers. They give also. So they also receive blessing. There's more blessing in giving than receiving. Hallelujah. It is a it's why I yet to be a brass sora. I saw no sum. Nemarasu, me a kenzi yinupono. Mesansum, me a sorba, me a razenaba. Intimaso, metama, brobe a mayensha. 
na masori mpenfu nyina so no wo yenkrofa wo yenkrofa wo jara wo aso wozema hallelujah amen and then that's where the this scripture after saying all this what is this verse that we all quote comes in says verse 19 says and my god will supply every need of yours according to his riches in Christ Jesus it is after you have given to the man of god <laughs> It's after you have given, why are you laughing? <laughs> it's after you have given, you've sown, you've helped the ministry, you've done your portion. That is when my God will supply all your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. May that promise manifest in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because you do the precedent so that the promise will also manifest in Jesus' name. Onutinudam so he's saying that the supply of your need is not limited by the Bank of Ghana or whether uh, is it was the name of that man? Safumafu. No. The minister. Oh, the minister of finance. Oforiata. It has it's not limited by Oforiata or the governor of the bank or the president or uh, whichever. It's not limited by that. He says it is according to his riches. According to God's riches. Hallelujah. So one way of assessing God's riches is to give. And give to the ministry. Give to the work of God. And give consistently. Give beyond. Give and give and give and give. Hallelujah. Amen. It still works. Whether those people would, some people would take it and abuse it or not, God's word still works. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I'm going to hit some areas. Give me some time today. I'll stretch it a little, but let us finish it. And then next week, I'll do something else. Okay. The rest of the service will, will go through very fast to make sure we live on time. So now, the question is, so how much should I give? How much should I give? Sometimes you say, give, give, give. So how much, I earn thousand cities. How much will I give? We've heard various things about tithe, blah, blah, blah. So how much of my money should I give to God? Should I give all? Should I give half? But I have bills and things. How much should I give? We are talking about the New Testament. 
clean your mind of anything you've heard before. In the New Testament. And, and in fact, in the Old Testament. What you are supposed to give is what you purpose in your heart. You are not obligated to give a particular amount or a particular percentage. In the Old Testament, it was part of the law that you give 10%. Not only 10%, 10% as your tithe and you give other offerings. But in the New Testament, you are not obligated to give 10%. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. When Paul was trying to, was teaching the Corinthians upon giving. He said, each one must give as he has decided in his heart. Not reluctantly. Or, or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. When I preach this, the fear is that, hey, pastor, the people will not give you. Don't give. I'll preach the truth. And God will touch hearts to supply our needs according to his riches. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart. Throughout the Old Testament, throughout the time of Moses, when they were coming here and they, they needed to, to build, uh, what do you call it, the tabernacle and things, it says everybody must give according. Nobody was levied. Everybody gave according to what they purpose. When David was collecting money to build a temple that eventually Solomon built, people were supposed to give according to what they decide to give. Nobody was levied a particular amount. So, that is the biblical amount that you must give. But there's a scripture, second chapter uh, 9, I think verse 6. Give me verse 6. I don't have it in my notes. It said, well, the point is, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Whoever sows bountifully will reap bountifully. So, you give whatever you want. We all have the same land. You want to plant one oloka of maize. Plant. I want to plant 20 oloka of maize. We'll plant. The rain will fall on all of us. Everybody will have the same. But you will get, you reap one oloka, and I will reap 20 oloka multiplied. You get my point. So give what you want to give. 
Give whatever you want to give. One CD, give. We'll take it. But you reap, you reap according to what you give. Jesus said the same measurement that you used to give, the same measurement will be measured back to you. Yes, it will be running over, shaking together. But if it is melting, it will be shaking, running over, uh, pressed down, shaking over, running over, it will be given to you. But if somebody uses uh, margarine tin or whatever, that one too, to be shaking over, running over. So the, the same measurement you use, that's the same measurement will be used to give to you. Simple, but give whatever you give. Don't feel guilty that you didn't give 10%. Don't feel guilty. But worry about your harvest. Hallelujah. It's just some recorded. Hallelujah. Amen. So what about the tithe? What about Malachi 3.10 that is in the Bible that we've heard about several times? Let me, let's talk about it for some time. Hallelujah. Right. Some pastors are going to lambast me, Papa. I'm spoiling the work. But I'm pleasing God, not man. Amen. Pastor Phil is very happy. You agree with me? This is scripture. This Bible. We are in a New Testament. Hallelujah. Malachi 3.10. Let's read it. Let's start from verse 8. It says, will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, oh, how have we robbed you? In tithes and contributions. This is God speaking. Then verse 9 says, you are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Then verse. So it's like God is saying they are robbing him. He said, How? By tithe on offering. He said, Because of that, they are cursed with a curse. This is what the Bible says in Malachi. And Malachi is the last book in the Old Testament. It's an Old Testament thing. Okay. It's an Old Testament thing. There's a covenant God has with them. The covenant requires that they pay their tithe. If they don't pay their tithe, they are cursed with a curse. It is part of the law. But we are not under the law. We are under grace. And under grace, there's no curse coming from God unto us. Because Jesus was cursed on the, on the cross for us. The curse is anyone that hangs on the cross. He took every curse. Fine, you want to obey this one. It says that you shouldn't, that, that there are many laws in the Old Testament that if you want to obey, you cannot survive. Why are we taking only the tight one and want to obey that one? And there are many other laws that are not practical, are not necessary. You, you'll be wearing jeans, you ladies. Is it, for, is it for men or women? They said you shouldn't wear a, a material that's called, uh, made of wool and linen. Yes. Uh, linen. You shouldn't And most of the materials we wear now is mixed. There are many laws, many unnecessary. God 
took all those things away and gave us Jesus Christ. And gave us, it says, my yoke is light. So, there's no curse. Don't be there. Hey, this is because I didn't pay my tithe. That's why I'm being, no. You didn't get the harvest. But it's no curse. You, you, you harvested what you planted. That's all. But it's not a curse from God. Feel free, lad. Relax. Enjoy your walk with Jesus. He doesn't curse us. He only blesses us. Hallelujah. It's what Malachi no as a bisane razi bisane man for you there. And obi botum na we we razi na inyo obi botum we we razi na don obi sade na bi anquando ni enama ye we we razi na orkande we bupendu onye ayeyeting kanu mu na orkasu de osande huma yani daminti no ndum na wazadum hon obi biara obi emi razi one man for ni nara inti sofu bisane de eba dinti na embrace pia owa pamda danu mu no. A bupendi needs a whole pet, then you papa does it, you ma. Osana chose some cow up, I'm that danum there. Yamfa, a Tamebianum bombum pama terrence, now say, say, Nina or Cordo, about this in a young fallen zijuma, nay pet, near pedezijuma. Now, no quasso more in there. E or Yambra, a sem, a pamda danum brassem. Nerazi says, Wama and Jesus Christ, Yawa Adumasi, now Jesus Christ is out, or Nuntiaba, Domasino, chose some kind. Wa Pamda Danu Mumpo Fano Hunde, and Duman Kanya or Sana Sendiano do. Now Jesus Christ is so, now was in the Sana Sendiano do. In Tian Hun Dominara, or no Osiano Sendiano do, no Akaso de Braminchan Osande, Mukundia Yahar, Nadam Kundia Yahari, and Pierre, Nemum Ia Osam Branaseno, on an epidesidana, Debida, Sir Bribini, Nasabia in Chiawe Bupendunti was Sude, a Bupenduna in Chianitina Bribini Bauda, Debi, in Yadambia, in Yandumino Abodo. One Saka, and as the one San Canyon there, Sanche, you grab bar, Nanchawasa Bacano don Faso, Nengusintino, one San Cashi, in Shendumbia Rasi. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are here, you are thinking, Pastor, as for this day, I don't agree. Pay your tithe and feel comfortable. I'm not saying don't pay tithe. You calculate the one tenth point, uh, 50 pesos. You bring it and feel, feel okay. I'm not saying it's a sin if you pay one tenth. I'm saying that it is the law that we pay one-tenth. And we are not under case. You are not under case. We are in a better covenant. So if those who in the old covenant were giving 10%, then we those who are in the better covenant with better promises. That's what the word of God says. We should be able to be able to give more than 10%. We should give 20%. We shouldn't be limited to 10%. We don't want to be limited. Hallelujah. So you want to give 10%, give. But what I'm teaching you is scripture. Jesus doesn't want you to carry any burden of guilt. And no. No. I give. I give. I give. I give. I give and I give and I give and I give like crazy. I've done it for all my adult life. And I know that it opens doors for me. It has brought me to where I am. So I'm not against giving. I'm saying give, but don't be, don't feel entangled or bound by 10%. And feel that that is why some things are not happening. Hallelujah. The American Saudi Sudan, it will be bit here. Minsu kwan ebupendu ane pedajama sisi na for we bupendu fama ne mum shani sude inche indumbiarasi onode inhu na yena yawa pafufu mi ayapede adumnasi 
za orkan ye tbezi dwuma ze ye nyim de ya behye apamfofu bi ase na ono so no bohye wo ho no so no oye bohye papa ono ntino se wona wo apam dada no wo hye mrase no won po wo ma ebupendu a na hia ye waduma se a ye wo apam papa bohye so wo no so ye papa ne ze na nche ode ye mampo motra ntini se rintum ma montra rintum de bo susu bibu akwem na mfa no ma na sa apam dada na na pede zudu de ebupendu a na pede atimaza botum na yendam Hallelujah. Amen. So, Malachi 3.10, when the one, they quote for us every time, bring the full tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to test, say the Lord, for if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there's no more need. What he's saying that God will supply all your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That is if you bring money to his house, if you sow to his house. But Paul knew all this, but he, didn't, he never said 10% when he was writing to the Gentiles. Never. He never mentioned 10%. He just said, give, and God will bless you. So all this blessing is in what God, Paul, has written across the scriptures in Corinthians, in Philippians, and, and many places. Hallelujah. But he never said 10%. Because he didn't want to put anybody into bondage. Because the grace of God does not bind us. It doesn't put us in bondage. It sets us free. It says, give according to what you purpose in your heart. So what about the receiving tithes? That's the name we give. The Bible says, and I'll give you another scripture. Hallelujah. So how much should I give? And then he said, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. So that takes care of tithing. Don't be confused. Give 15%. Give 20%. You want to give 5%? Give it. But make sure that every time you give a proportion of what you get. Hallelujah. Onisi Malakai hona okande. Wonfa ejibani yara mbra mkrabi ho. Mejiban ombudu womifiye. Na wana miyidu wansa mwenshe. Desa yame mrinka osefu nenyima. Ana mkuchu nenyima wana. Nebi osumumbwe osurum fence. Na mwwe inshiram fungu wanda. Damase miya wachiyo nwa hei. Paul ohuni. Onisi oboni yina tofa de. Na mera jiji wei hiya zaa. Or one in a hunya dima, or when you mean more crashes, Muno, or the Bamon. On Tinishadin, so that the master me walk and want some dada. What you are any day, sir? Yawa pamphu free me, Yasher, a dumasi, now dum no unfire no cosham put him, name on my yet the Yahono, Sabazoho, Nadza, ma, them resusu walk with him, so ye a whiskano, a bupene piano, some more come at Bama, while so a razibefi, now hunyazim or Zwehiate or the Amon. Na se bapche apamda dano so yembra na etidude ebupen duna na ezi mama owara so wunsa beka dam inshiranara ne mumshani so de inshendu mi biarasi wo se se apamfufuri ya wemize inshendu biarasi. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'll give you another scripture as we go along on on what you must give. Okay, but let's ask this question: How often should I give? Impiendo do ben no damatima. How often should I give? In the church. It says, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, from verse 1. 1 Corinthians 16, 1. It says, now concerning the collection for the saints, and we are collecting money to go and give to the people in Jerusalem. As I directed the churches in Galatia, so you also are to, are, are to do. Hallelujah. On the first day of every week, like Sunday like this. Each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper. 
so that there will be no collecting when I come. Hallelujah. They needed money to go and give. They needed money for their ministry. And he was telling them that every week when they come, they must put money aside. How much money? According to how God has prospered you. Give me King James, verse 2. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him that there may be no gathering. So if I have been blessed, if this week you are blessed thousand cities and you want to give 5%, you give how much? 50 cities. Next week you are blessed 2,000 cities. You, give, you want to give the same 5%. How much you get? You give 100 cities. So every week, as you are blessed, you lay a proportion of what you are blessed with and bring it. So that when, it's not when the need arises that we are now starting to uh, raise funds. And you see, we don't normally do fundraising in this church. It's scripture. When it's critical, yes, we may do it. But once we know the need, we must bring the money. That's why every week we call it tight. We call it tight. But it's not necessarily 10%. It is a proportion of how God has blessed you. So if God has blessed me uh, uh, 10,000, I'll bring a proportion. God has blessed you 50,000. You bring a proportion. But the proportion, he didn't mention. Paul didn't mention it. We are doing Bible study. I'm teaching you. He didn't mention the proportion. It's how, what you purpose in your heart. You. What you purpose, that's what you give, the proportion. But it is proper that every week you lay something aside. Maybe you don't get money weekly. You get it monthly. But if the week your, your increase is zero, your profit is zero, so you lay zero aside. So at the end of the month, when your profit is so much, then you take it and bring it. There's no problem. Some people bring tight here. I'm here, I'm shaking hands. I see people bring tight. Every week they bring something. I don't know how much is inside. It could be five cities, it could be ten cities, it could be thousand cities. I don't know. But every week, as they have been blessed that week, they bring a proportion of how they have been blessed. Hallelujah. So that's how much you must bring and how often you must bring it. Amen. Amen. Nimufanso <laughs> 
Dapen and Nanumuni now wants our canoe. Ta is soon a walk women, not Zaba, Zabirazi. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, where should I send my offering, my proportion? Where should I send it? Because some people say, oh, you see, for me, I look for widows and I give them, I look for orphans and I give them. It's nice. Okay, it sounds nice. It looks very righteous, and it's good. Okay, but the main place that you send your offering, you send your blessing, a proportion of your increase, is the church where you are fed spiritually. We read several scriptures to that effect. It says, bring it to the storehouse if you want to go to Old Testament. But Paul was telling them, gather it. The first day of the week, when you come, gather it. Paul was saying that if I teach you, is it wrong for you to give me? So it is the church where you are fed. That is where you send your blessing to ensure that you maintain the work of God, you maintain the man of God, and then from the church, we can also help the children of God. Because as a church, as leadership, we know those who are in need and those who are not in need, we, can, we know better. You may think that you are doing something. You are being nice. You are, sometimes you are just doing for face. When you bring it to a church, the church will do it. Your name will not be on the money, but the church's name will be on it. And it saves you. But you want to be, receive credit. I give people money. I give. But I give most of my money to the church. Hallelujah. Are, are you understanding me? Let us bring the money to the church. Because you may think that somebody needs, but there's somebody who even needs more. The church can identify, we have a system that can identify the needy and help them even more. And then there's another thing. And this is experience. And this is what is Rima have received. There are some people who are under curse. And they are going through a problem because of the case. And you sit there, you think that they are mobile, and go and give money to them. You receive attack that you cannot handle. But if you give it to the church, and the church does it, they cannot stand against the church. The gate of fear cannot stand against the church. So sometimes you, you, you save yourself. And don't try to be do show off or be like you are. No, bring it to the church. That protects you. And then God will give it to the people. Hallelujah. God bless you. Put your hands together. God bless you. you changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say. Thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and on Facebook at Prosper Asamoah for more of these teachings. God bless you.